Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Always a pleasure to be back with you all. I look forward to Tuesdays when I can connect with you and share what I have for you this week. You know, none of us is an island by ourself. And there was even a famous quote by that, of that nature. But sometimes we may feel we're alone, or sometimes we may feel that we have a partner with us. Whatever that partner is, could be human or could be spiritual. You are never alone. And it's because we are never alone that this journey is awesome It's full of fun and excitement because it is always shared with somebody. Now, one of my my guests today is one of my partners that I have shared my journey of coaching and building a business with, with this wonderful lady. So let me tell you where we we're going to talk about so many things today that I hope you're going to have as much time as I know we are going to have. Janet Wizawadi, yes, Wizawadi, is an expert in the art and science of overcoming life's challenges. And she has been groomed and harnessed over the last 35 years, including working with emergency police services through trauma, change, and crisis management into a practice that is second to none in terms of results achieved with individuals and coats, uh, groups. Janet's work with Family Connect is her business name, has helped many where Janet has and continues to partner closely with her clients to develop tools and strategies that support and help navigate them through their lives' most challenging obstacles. She is a trained in workshops, coaching, speaking, and other resources that she will share with us. Now, my journey with Janet started in 2010, 2010, and we met at Jack Kenfield's Breakthrough to Success. And I can tell you, I know exactly where we first met. It was on our way to the workshop, and we had stopped at an outdoor breakfast little cart that you could pick up some fast food to go in before going into the actual workshop itself, which was a five-day workshop, and it was from nine to five. So Janet and I met, and the friendship has been 
ongoing since then, 2010. Welcome, Janet. Welcome to the show today. Thanks, Joyce. And, you know, back then, BTS was seven days. We were there for seven days. It's five now, but we were there for the seven. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, now it is a five-day, correct? Yeah. But it is still Mm -hmm. ongoing. This was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I think he still has it at the same place we went to. Um, I think so. Yeah. Do you remember our breakfast? It was very fast. I do. We were at that little cart there, and uh, I can't quite remember what you got, but I think I probably got a coffee. Yeah, right, for sure. (laughs) But anyway, what was your intention when you went to that workshop? Um, My intention was to keep moving forward. I don't know. I I went to Jack's one-day event in March and uh, in Seattle, and it just, it just, hooked me i i needed to change my life and uh that was one of the things i had been on that journey but his 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 was like a next step right mm-hmm. his was <clears throat> like taking me above and beyond wherever I dreamed i would go mm-hmm. and surround myself with people that were like-minded like that's huge uh-huh Yeah, it really is. I think in my transition, I had gone through my divorce. It was eight years after, so I was still healing. And uh, I was kind of looking for some direction. Um, And so I, too, like you, went to his one day that he did in Dallas, Texas, and then came to his event in uh, in Phoenix or Scottsdale. uh, Scottsdale. Yeah. So we kind of went there just knowing he was an awesome teacher, which he is and still remains Mm -hmm. to be. I assisted only about two months ago with another one day that he did in Dallas. And I was just, it was like I'd never heard him. It was so good, so full of good information. And um, I would have signed up again. You know, we could do a whole show just on Jack, you know, promoting him because he has been a real stable in my life and with the people that we we trained with and did our train the trainer with and, you know, he brings great people together from all over the world and uh, there's our commercial for him. Hey, everybody, uh, you want to do something different? Jack is it. <laughs> Jack is, he's real. He's real. He is real. And I can't. I can't say that about everybody. I mean, everybody's motivation is different. But Mm -hmm. I do believe Jack is very genuine. So, But I want you to share, if you will, that you talk about trauma and something that's very unique about your service and support for people out there is your trauma service. Not only that you've been through your own trauma, but you also have worked in the trauma areas. So do you mind sharing your story with us? Because it's no. so um, so good. Um, I'm uh, a police dispatcher with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in um, in Canada. And um, so unbeknownst to me, I had taken on th- some of those traumas that I had dealt with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that belongs to anybody who's ever dealt with any emergency services. We sort of carry a piece of that with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, in uh, 2002, 
I was in uh, a bad car accident, and that was the fourth car accident I'd been in 10 years. And this one, unlike the other ones, where the other ones I just was sort of angry and then I got better and that, this one I totally was not, I just wasn't uh, angry, but I couldn't cope with anything. And uh, they say that uh, anger turned inside becomes depression. And mm-hmm. so there was at one point um, that I had wished I'd died in that car accident. And I knew mm-hmm. that I needed help and found mm-hmm. myself a, psycho- a psychologist. The first one I went to, people, please listen to this. If you have to go for help and you do not feel comfortable with that person, do not stay with them. Do not mm. stay with them. Find somebody right. else. And right. I finally found somebody that uh, was just fit with me, and she diagnosed me with post-traumatic stress disorder. She mm. said it had nothing to do with the car accident. So what the car accident was was the catalyst that that brought this out. I had other yeah. other issues that brought forth, but that was the major one. And I found that that uh, uh, suicide of an officer I was very close to uh, contribute to that. And that was like almost 20 years before and wow. uh, just different calls. So what I took from that was that we can deal with any emergency. Most people can deal with any emergency on the spot. But it's mm-hmm. if there's an emotional detach- attachment to it, that's when it will affect us in a different way. And that's what mm. happened to me. I had several times with children that were the same age as my grandchildren and stuff. And so, therefore, it attached itself to me in that way I never even would have dreamed of that mm-hmm. brought about this post-traumatic stress because it was just hitting me in different places. And, and we don't always know this. And there's no. all kinds of people. If you're stuck, that could mm-hmm. be one of the reasons you're stuck. It's a memory mm-hmm. that, that you may not be able to put put a finger on. So I worked through that, and I've been going through ever since. How was your, was it a treatment, or is it ongoing? I worked with this psychologist for about six months, and she gave me some amazing tools on how to, how to cleanse my aura, how to how to just release this trauma from my body, and Mm -hmm. um, she was great. She just saw right through me and just was able to work with me. And this was like 2003. I worked with her. And this is long before uh, the police force, the one I am, was in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, was even acknowledging that their dispatchers and even their officers were getting this. Yeah. And so, right. so there wasn't any help through work. I did this. I was off work because of the car accident. So I worked through it with her and mm-hmm. and others, like my doctor and my massage therapist and my chiropractor, you know, mm-hmm. to get better, you need all the pieces of the pie. You're just not one mm-hmm. thing, but it's to find, pinpoint what is wrong and then go from there and make that decision to get better. It's yeah. a decision. So it's actually, I like that you bring in the fact that it's a team. It's a team that supports you through wellness. Um, mm mm-hmm. And, of course, the decision that's the very key that says, I do want to get better. I do want to get out of this pain. I do want to move forward. You know, we make that decision, then we go get that team, right? Yeah. Wherever it is. Now, I do want to just take a little side note and say, if you recognize the accent, my lovely friend is from Canada. 
Yes, she's from Edmonton, um, Alberta, Canada, right? Did I say that right? Yes, it is. And so, anyway, and another unique thing about Janet is that she is actually married to a Royal Canadian Mounted Policeman. Police. And I think that's that's pretty awesome. Those are dreamy. (laughs) Yeah, he is kind of cute. He's retired now, but he's kind of cute. <laughs> yes, and he has filled his love or his life not only with you and and how many children do you have? We have two children and four grandchildren. Four grandchildren, but he loves photography. So he does. Yeah. He has been doing his photography, and he does that in Janet's uses the his photography and creating journals that um, Janet also uses in her work. So, um, but the trauma is a big piece in your coaching program, right? Yeah, I think that everything comes down to a trauma someplace. I worked with a man one time who stuttered, and it came when we talked about it, he said up until he started school, he didn't stutter. And a teacher yelled at him one day, and he stuttered ever since, and he was in kindergarten or grade one. So I think that any place where we're stuck comes from, again, right, our long-seated childhood, or in some cases even uh, generational uh, mm-hmm. trauma somewhere that's followed through our lives. And uh, mm-hmm. when we recognize it and deal with it, then we can move forward. Yeah, it would be interesting to know if it started with the teacher or she was the catalyst to Mm -hmm. start the trauma, you know, because Mm -hmm. children often are yelled at in early life, you know, Mm -hmm. without, we're just parents, we're just human, you know, and sometimes we overdo it. But Mm -hmm. you named your company Family Connect, and what was your reason for that name? Well, I told my two granddaughters, the oldest and the youngest of my grandchildren are are girls, and I had mentioned to them what I wanted to do, and this was in 2010, and they came up with uh, the answer. They came up with Family Connect because I really believe that we're a human family, and when we're all connected Mm -hmm. and we work together, miracles happen, and so that's where I came up with Family Connect. And if anybody's looking at Connect is spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, while we're on that, tell them, uh, would you share your uh, website so that people can go to your website and find out all the different things that you do? Okay. It's familyconnectconnect.com. Oh, how simple is that? Simple, simple, simple. So one of the things that... I'd like for us to share with them. I know in your practice that one of the things um, that you stress is that uh, it's important to recognize that you're in trouble, commit to the change, and ask for help. Now, where would you suggest people ask for help? Well, it's... um See who they've got around there. We all have mentors and teachers around us that we don't always see, right? It's, mm-hmm. um, but definitely I would start 
with a psychologist if you recognize that there's some problems. I was, like I say, very fortunate to, to find the one I did, but I looked for her after the first one was such a, uh, an awful experience. And they have to have your best interest in, in uh, mind. The other thing is, depending on what it is, talk to a coach. Find a mentor or a coach and, uh, again, make sure that you feel connected with them and that they're, they have your best interest at heart. Cause, Joyce, you know, we, we both know that there's people out there that have their own agenda. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want people to get away from that and to move forward, right? I, I work with people that are stuck, and uh, mm-hmm. that's where I was. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, so I may suggest they go see somebody else or that, but ultimately take responsibility for your own life. It's mm-hmm. your, your life, and you need to step into it and do a search. Look mm-hmm. for it. Look around you. There are people all around you that are willing to help you. Just, you know, just reach out. Yeah. If you're, um, one of the ways you can go, of course you can go online. You can always talk word of mouth. Who have you used a coach? But there are so many different kinds of coaches that you need to identify the area that you might be needing support in, some strengthening. And so there's business coaches, there's personal life coaches, there are divorce coaches, there are. Um, tell me some more, Janet. They're well, there's also meetups, right? There's different meetups. Look for meetups to see if there's any that would connect with you. There's Jack Canfield's book, The the Success Principles. That's the one you and I have worked with. And uh, as you take that step, things will show up, right? Make the intention and, and things will start showing up. Right. But I was talking about coaches. There are different kinds yeah. of coaches that they need to identify their in what area they need coaching on. And if it is just being stuck, it is a life coach. But if it's Uh by business, how do I build my business? Then go to a marketing or a business coach. But identifying Uh the areas that you need. Certainly the resources that you mentioned, meetups, going to workshops, uh, such as Jack has. I mean, there's... You can just go to the internet and find all those people. Just put in coaches or marketing coaches. It's better to specify. But, and they will get, there's no shortage of coaches with different plans um, that they can help you with. So that's another way to connect. I really recommend, and I thought the way that we started it was. I like the way we did it. It was so gradual. It was more about working on me with the Jack Canfield. And he offered his breakthrough to success was such a program of more about self-development, lots of tools, lots of interaction. Um, It was like opening our hearts because many of us come there. We're guarded. We're afraid of, you know, contact, of communicating not all of us but some of us Janet. Yep. <laughs> and and so we we need the opportunity to sit with like people which you pointed out that are on a search to change something in their lives and mm-hmm. so it's such a wonderful um 
it's like a bowl of fruit. You can just pick what you want from this experience. And from there, you not only meet coaches who may be there on their own journeys, but you meet really um, people that are that are teaching different approaches like techniques for coaching, such as NLP, which is neuro, what is that? Neuro-linguistic programming. Yes. And there's the uh, emotional technique, which is the tapping program. All of those will be available through someone there that is a coach on um, moving forward. Now, one of the things, and you mentioned this, you have contributed to a book called The Hills and Valleys of Business and Life. Tell us a little bit about that. That's my chapter. That was your chapter. That's my chapter. Yes. Yeah, Uh the book is called No BS, Truth, What It Really Takes to Build a a Successful Business. Uh And it is on Amazon, and it's compiled by Kate Gardner and Kim B. Smith. But I'm one of the contributing authors. And actually, when you look at the list, there's quite a few of us Albertans in it. So (laughs) (laughs) I know. There are so many Canadians that are coming. I see them all the time. I'm always meeting. There's always representation at whatever workshops I go to. So... um, we welcome y'all because it's... There's just a border in between us. We're all the same. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I forget where I was going with this point, but the book is you are with peers in your group. And so they're each sharing different information about building their business. And that's Mm -hmm. a wonderful resource as well, because you get Mm -hmm. to see uh, the, the professional side, the writer side of the person. Do I connect with the person or not? It's a great way to um, search out somebody that you want to work with. Then of course you have people that call you for consultations, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did um, uh, uh, two and a half weeks of workshops in uh, the Baffin Islands, which is up in uh, the eastern Arctic of Canada in Iqaluit, and wow. uh, uh, with the staff of the women's shelter. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, I truly feel that when you work with trauma, you carry some of it with you. So I worked with, the, I did workshops with the these two different groups over two and a half weeks so that, you know, they could take care of themselves and in taking care of themselves, they take care of the clients. Mm. So I know you're big in journaling. Tell us about the benefits of journaling. I'm sure you use some of that in your workshop. Oh, I have a whole one-day workshop on journaling. And if anybody's interested, I did a chapter in a book called The Power to Change and if they go to my website, uh, familyconnect.com, they can uh, get a copy of that chapter on journaling and different ways to journal. And by all means, anybody mm-hmm. can contact me. But journaling is huge. And the one that I really, um, that was really impressive to me when I started my journey was um, The Artist's Way by mm-hmm. uh, Julia Cameron and mm-hmm. doing the morning pages. And, um, you know, a lot of people think of journaling as, uh, remember when we were growing up, a lot of younger people will be on this call, I'm sure, but when we were growing up, it was a diary. And mm-hmm. why do people stop writing in it? Well, 
I can remember my friend and I finding her sister's diary and reading it. So a lot of people have this stigma around it. But really a journal should be a journey, right? And it also can be a tool to find your way. So just put a question at the top of the page and just write and see what the universe has to offer for you. So there's different tips in in, uh, that chapter. And by all means, people can always uh, message me and uh, ask more questions. I'd be more than happy to to answer. Just tell me how I sit down and journal. Tell me, because I don't do that. Okay, so there's different things that you can do. Now, um, one thing that you can do, what is a challenge you've got in, in uh, your life right now? And and um, so just I was just listening to Tiffany Peterson's um, has a program right now, and, and she's another great one to follow. It's a free program right now. And Tiffany uh, was talking, and one of the ideas that I got is, what would it feel like if I was successful? What would it feel like if I went after my dreams? And you just put that question at the top of the paper and just start writing and see what happens. You know, the universe comes to us in messages. And in writing, that can happen. The other thing is uh, pulling a word or um, uh, opening a book, uh, you know, ask a question, open the book, and there's your answer. That's kind of cool, too. Oh, yeah. There's Mm-hmm. All kinds of journaling uh, programs out there. I was um, a co-host or co-host with uh, um, Journal Talk and mm-hmm. uh, in Q and A for a couple of them. So there's all kinds of things. But to answer your question, I think um, the Artist Way is a good one to to reach out to. That was where one of the ones I started. But I'll have to tell you that my original way, way back, before I was even asked to write that chapter, was when I was angry at my husband for something, I would sit down and write him a letter. Mm -hmm. And I would Mm -hmm. put it on his desk in the morning, and then in the morning he'd come down, and I'd say, did you read the letter? And he said, no. And I says, why not? And he says, because I don't need to. Do you feel better? I says, yeah. He says, then why do I need to read it? So journaling can be a way of expressing and getting rid of. I do it for forgiveness, for releasing when I'm angry or if I'm frustrated. And you know what? Those ones, you just take outside and you put a little bit of essential oil on. And if it's in a safe place, you burn it and let the universe take care of it. So there's lots of different ways. (laughs) Your husband is wise. It doesn't. He's doesn't very wise, really. and like this is going back. This is yeah. this is going back like twenty more than twenty years. This is mm-hmm. nineteen seventy nine or seventy seven that I first started doing that, and I didn't even realize what I was doing. But when I wrote the chapter, I realized I was journaling. Yeah. When we're writing things, we're journaling, and there's so many different ways that some people get a stigma of what one thing is but everything is so much more than that one thing yeah well journaling i know is endorsed by many many coaches as a way to release and i think Mm -hmm. you just sit down and let the words flow don't you you don't even punctuate you just let it flow outside of you if i'm if I know that correctly. But we are going to go to a short break. And when we come back, we're going to share more of what we have learned on our, let's see, eight years of coaching business. So that you might know if this 
is interesting to you? Would you feel called to do this practice? Um, We need more people that are giving and can connect. So when we come back, we'll be talking about coaching. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking today with Janet Wizawadi. And I say that name so well because we have been friends since 2010 when we met at Jack Kenfield's Breakthrough to Success. Now, one thing you'll notice when you meet Janet if and when you attend one of her workshops or go to her website and see what's up with her and where she's going to be, is that she is one of full energy, and she explores all things. And still today, we connect with open heart and enthusiasm because of the genuineness of our friendship. So, as you hear, you will connect with her as well. And that is her purpose in life, to have a familyconnect.com as her website. And that's what she does. She connects with other people through coaching. But she's always connecting, let me tell you that. <laughs> Even when she's not in a coaching uh, environment, she's always networking and loving people. So, Janet, before we went to break, we were talking about journaling, and I had just made a few stabs. I do not have that practice, and but I do know that it is really claimed by a lot of coaches as a great way to connect with oneself. So if I were to get up, if you were going to tell me, okay, Joyce, here's your book, now now let's am I in my favorite place or do I how do I set this up to be sit down and begin writing? 
it can be just what I want, where you feel comfortable with. Now, uh, the morning pages can be maybe undaunting for somebody who's just starting. Uh, the morning pages are, are, uh, like three, three, like full scat pages in, in a row just to dump, like it's a brain dump. Cause what do you, happens when you get up in the morning, right? Your brain's going, I gotta remember this, I gotta remember this. But if you put it down, you say, okay, it's there, I can let it go and I can go on with my life. The other thing um, is you can do a gratitude journal in the morning. Just just start small. Have a journal beside your bed. Get up. Uh, grab your journal in the morning and write five gratitudes. Mm-hmm. What are you grateful for? Louise Hay used to say, I'm grateful for my sheets. I'm grateful for my bed. You know, I'm grateful I can open my eyes and see the light in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just different things. Gratitude is a great place to start, and gratitude can help anybody shift uh, in whether you do it in the morning or the night, it doesn't matter. Um, I tend to journal. Sorry. Go ahead. I tend to journal, especially if something's bothering me, and then the answer usually comes to me. And mm-hmm. um, and so I like going for walks in the morning, and I'll put my backpack on with my journal in my backpack, and then I'll sit at a park bench or something and just write. Mm. It's whatever comes to me. Like it's a beautiful day. I hear the birds singing, and uh, you know, I'm grateful. For now, the do sun. you do you put punctuation in all of that, or do you just let it flow? Do you know what? I don't worry about punctuation. I think that uh, a very wise friend of me said one time because that's what would stop me from writing. She says, Janet, that's what editors are for. And really, who who's going to edit your journaling? Your journaling's okay. for you. Uh, you know, some of it you'll go back and read, and some of it you may never read again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's, uh, I write all the time, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whether it's in usually notebooks, I've got journals everywhere with half written and whatever. I guess I'm a journaholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are worse things to be, let me tell you. I guess so. I enter- I interviewed <clears throat> two or three shows ago um, uh, Linda Fogg Phelps, and <clears throat> she is over a, a program called Tiny Habits. And one thing <clears throat> she does, she works for the excuse me through her brother, who is a professor at Stanford, and he created. Tiny Habits, and it's how to create new habits, which is an awesome program. But he talks about attaching a new habit. And for me, new habits are, you know, I forget them. I get into my old routine and I forget them. So you attach them to some function that you do every day, like Mm -hmm. brush your teeth or meditate or if somebody does that as a ritual so whatever your ritual is then attach the new habit but very small so if they were to start the gratitude journal they could just do one gratitude and do that and create the habit part of it is creating the habit you know, mm-hmm. so that's my pass on from one of my other shows. If you all want to go and listen to this, where Linda and I talk deeply about the work, and then uh, you can also go to the website and actually do one week where you're taught the method of attaching it to the importance of attaching it to an ongoing 
um, habit that you just have been doing for 25 years, like brushing your teeth. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, it's really important, really interesting how that whole process is started. But I, I know the gratitude is has so many benefits to it, expressing gratitude, the importance of how that allows abundance to come back into your life. Uh, by just expressing the gratitude. That alone can help make your life more positive. Just mm-hmm. just doing a gratitude journal can help shift your life. You know, if somebody's depressed or think their life isn't great, look at those little things, you know. Um, no matter what they are, like for me, it's, you know, a pair of glasses that helps me see. Um, being able to speak, being able to write, being able to travel, um, mm-hmm. being able to wash my dishes. My girlfriend just had a kidney transplant and she's, you know, having trouble getting around in that. Really, I love my kidneys. They're healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, love our parts of our body. You know, we have lots of gratitudes. We don't always recognize them. We have That's lots to right. be grateful for. Yeah, we take so much for granted. Now, you would not be doing this right if you repeated your gratitudes because we have so much as Janet said, that we forget that we have all of this to be grateful for. Just having four fingers on your hand, an arm that functions, eyes mm-hmm. that see, mouth that talks, throat that swallows, all of that are pieces that we can be grateful for. I love, yes, I've even used the sheets <laughs> that was <Yeah>. from, <laughs> from, um, High house. So, I mean, the gratitude practice, and that could be your way to start your journal. You know, exactly. to start it with the gratitude gratitude work. There are times, though, you just really want to express yourself. You got to get that anger out of your body. I don't mm-hmm. always understand why sometimes I'm angry, but I do get angry or I get fussy. Or well, I and that's a good place to start even. You know what? If, if yeah. you're frustrated, make yourself a cup of tea and sit down. So why did this affect me? You know, when we work with Jack, eh, it's a mirror of what's inside us. So what is it that yeah. it remem- reminds me of? Where have I felt this before? And mm-hmm. explore that. Mm-hmm. Great work. Yeah. So why do you think you moved into coaching? Because I do think people are called to do the work because of their own personal journey or interest. But why were you called? Okay, I'll go back to um, I was a high school dropout. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't think I was very smart. I grew up with a very, very smart sister. And Uh um, so it wasn't until I was in my 30s and I was working with a woman who... um, said to me, go back to school. And I said, well, no, I'm not smart enough. She's, and she had a master's degree in education. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, and she said, oh, yeah, you are. And long mm-hmm. story short here, she she convinced me to apply for university and write the entrance test on that. She changed my mm-hmm. life. That one person changed my life. And so mm-hmm. that is my one of my missions is is to really help somebody shift their life because she did it for me, and I have really an amazing life. I wouldn't be doing 
nearly what I'm doing now. I probably would still be that that mom at home with my husband working and me bitching and complaining and and mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I got into that rut and mm-hmm. until I saw something different and. But there is something different. There's something better for you out there. And you are the five people you surround yourself with. And when I mm-hmm. started surrounding my pe- myself with people that were educated and, and wanting to move forward, I could see a different world for myself. And yes. that's what I do. Is I don't do anything, I would think, magic. All I do is ask the questions, right? Because mm-hmm. everything is in the question. Everything. Mm-hmm. And in coaching... Why do you want coaching? Why do you want to shift your life? What is it that you're looking for? And uh, and and uh, there's somebody that uh, I've been working with recently. Why are you in that relationship? What mm-hmm. is it feeding you mm-hmm. when it's not healthy? Like, is that where you want to be? If that's where you want to be, by all means, stay there. Do you want to shift? You have to change your thinking. Yeah. I think using the term, am I happy? You know, just in a sequence, like for a week, am I happy? Am I happy? Yeah. Am I happy? You know, right there, if you can't say one, yes, one of those days, <laughs> then yeah. you do need to do some personal work, some what would take for me to be happy. What do I want? What do I need? But, you know, Janet, there, there's the self-work and the benefits that you and I have gotten out of our growth. I mean, I'm the best student I've ever been right now. Um, And you know that, number one, I'm not smart enough is pretty big for most women. There's always the older sister who was brighter and louder and bigger than we were. And it affects us, but it doesn't mean we stay there. And um, so I love your story that you gave us about your your friend that supported you and said, go. So that's kind of what the coach does. We change lives. That's yeah. why I do what I do. Not only my mm-hmm. growth, but changing other people's lives. That's, that's big. That's big. And I always tell my clients, your success is my success. I've watched yeah. one just recently. It's like unbelievable since I've been working her, watching her fly. The thing is, though, with a coach, and one thing, we're not miracle workers. We're the we're the guides, and yes. that's one thing I want people to know because you have to do the work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. You must be committed. Like I had to, to go and apply for university, and I had to write those exams. I had to do the work, <laughs> but she led me in that direction. Oh, that's so awesome. I laugh about how much I enjoy going to workshops and learning. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so different than when I was in high school and college. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I know. It's just amazing. But anyway, much less. Think about all the tools that you've learned. You know, you have the journaling, uh, EFT tapping, um, L. NLP, uh, what are some of the other tools that we've learned along the way? They're all, oh. they're all used, but they're used when they're called for. Not everybody they are. You know what? The it's, same tool. it's our own life experience as well, right? And we can put them in the different contexts. 
And the one thing I want to share with people, if you're in a space, a place where, where money is a bit of a challenge, but you have a computer, there is lots on, uh, like the tapping, uh, Margaret uh, M. Lynch and, and Brad Yates and, uh, um, Anyways, I could go on. There's lots of names. That's for EFT. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's all kinds of free stuff. Uh, Tiffany Peterson, I've got a, my UN talk is on uh, YouTube just under my name, Janet Wizawadi. You can go and watch that. We all have, we can get stuff for free, you know. Yeah. And, but, but by all means, you know what, put some skin in the game. Like, we put big bucks into some of our training, right, Joyce? Oh, it's it's not just been a hobby with us. This has been a passion with us mm-hmm. that we want to yes. learn from the best. One of the benefits, are there's more than one benefit in taking those signing up for the free things. You give to them, for ex- in exchange, you give to them your name. And that mm-hmm. is how they can send you more information. But what you get out of it, because you go on their email list then, but there's more benefits than negatives to that. Because yeah. you will get free programs which they will be used as an introduction to how they do their business, how they work with people. Uh, you'll get to look at whether you like her style, his style, or mm-hmm. not. The benefit for you is that you not only get good information, you it's not in-depth information many times. It's just the surface, but you certainly do get walk-away information. And you also know about more about the person. Would I work with, do I like her, do I not like him? What is it? Do I want to do this type of coaching or not? Yeah. So you get all the the analytical information, and then if you've looked at four or five or six, you can then decide I might want to work with her. Like today, you'll get you're getting a preview of two coaches, and so exactly. If you want more more information about Janet, then you go to Janet's website or you call Janet and have a session with her. Most free sessions are so that you can get acquainted. You you get some feedback, some information from each other, and the same with me. We are coaches both, so. <clears throat> Janet, what, how would they contact you? Well, they can contact me. Uh, my phone number is 780 uh, They can contact me at Janet uh, at com. They can go to my website and contact me through there. It's uh, www.familyconnect.com, and that's connect with C-O-N-N-E-K-T. And I am uh, have some stuff on YouTube. I also, if they want to go to uh, Facebook and they go at your Now What Coach, it'll come up to a page that says Worldly Connections. Because I also, if you go on uh, iTunes, I had Worldly Connections. Uh, I had a podcast for a while, and I'm just going to revamp it into uh, a live one or mm-hmm. uh, through mm-hmm. different other interviews. So I'm just working on that. But there's stuff on there that uh, they'll learn more about me. And uh, uh, by all means, and if you go to my website and you want to put your name in, you get that, uh, uh, my chapter on journaling. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So mm-hmm. if but I love you go talking there to, to get so that chapter. Me. 
<laughs> yeah. Now, Janet, I am. You can't. You you have no idea, my dear, how excited I am to be able to say your name, because I am the world's famous um, commentator for mispronouncing names. <laughs> it is not. It is just my uniqueness, I think. But so that they can um, know how to spell your last name, would you please spell it for them, Wizawadi? Okay. My name is, and I'll spell it the U.S. way, okay? Yeah. like Tom, Y like Yankee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're walking around, you're going to have to really listen to this. Sorry. <laughs> you will have a good memory or whatever. But you do need to connect with Janet because she is, as you know, particularly if you you have connected with her, you need to call up and express some interest, some con- change, whatever you want, or just how do I get started in this world so that I can get someplace so that I can achieve, so I can move out of being stuck and start living and loving the life that I'm here to live. So I really recommend that you connect with Janet. So, And I have that one-year program, too, for anybody that's beginning and exploring. If they contact me, it's a 12-month program. It's $1,200 for one 45-minute call a month. And, of course, there's opportunity for having more calls. But it's just where you are in that month, what you might be stuck on, and we work through that, and uh, it moves you forward. It's a great beginner program for anyone who has never done anything like this before. And uh, in that one year, you'll have moved mountains. So if they don't, do you have a payment plan with that 1200 I do, yeah. We can talk about it to whatever their circumstances are. They just need sure. to contact me, and we'll talk through that. Well, if you're new to coaching, some people don't know when they say the full fair, fair cost that, of course, there's always more convenient payout plans for people because we know we've come from struggle and we know that that is a great thing to be able to take part of, take the opportunity to help us grow and move forward. So um, that's why I asked that so that they know that. But you have that and then you have the other one you talked to me about. Another well, I do a wisdom coaching the- circle. Uh, when yes. I, wherever I am, I can do a wisdom coaching circle. And it's in the same format. What's your challenge? And then it's like a mastermind within because uh, everybody states a challenge. Then everybody says, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Because let's face it, Joyce, you and I can talk something out. If we're stuck in something, it's the other person who can see an outcome that we can't see because we're right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a support as well. And that's uh, pretty powerful. And that's what I developed my one-year program for because so many people benefited from that Wisdom Coaching Circle. Yeah. Now, do they – now, this is a group, so it's not one-on-one. Like if they talk to you – call and talk to you about one-on-one, this is a group. Well, it is the the one-year program is a one-on-one. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood. So Mm -hmm. the other Wisdom one is a group. Yeah, and I haven't put that one online yet. I'm still working out the details on how I would do that. I do that in person when I'm home, yeah. 
Yeah. Now, tell explain to them and share just briefly. You are still a dispatcher, correct? Yeah, I retired in 2011, but I contract back to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and I work up in the eastern Arctic in a place called Iqaluit in the Baffin Islands. Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows past history, it used to be called Frobisher Bay. Mm. And I go up there several times a year, and I do relief because they're short-staffed, and so I go up and do relief. And it's amazing, uh, the experience up there. And you know what? There's always, there's always opportunities, people. Just remember that. When we think that there's not, like for me, it's travel, and I put it out to the universe. I want to travel, so I do. <laughs> the, universe pl- the universe answers with a travel plan, and one that I get paid for, too, so... Even yeah. my coaching and workshops. Yeah. But, but it's really awesome. cold where you are up there. Well, it can be, but you know what? You have really good warm clothes. Well, I know, but you know, I'm living in the South, in Texas. I mean, Janet, come on. <laughs> we don't have those types that type of cold so it would be a challenge for me but but you do you have sent me some beautiful pictures from um the times that you've been up there beautiful i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's a world i'm not i'm not experienced so it's kind of interesting and if you go if you go to my facebook page uh, my personal one and, and the business one, you'll find pictures of my latest trip to Costa Rica. So I came home from Iqaluit in the eastern Arctic and was home for four days and then went to uh, down south in Costa Rica. So but I have a pretty awesome life, and if you want a pretty awesome life, hey, come work with me. I'll help you get there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what a joy to spend this time with you. It reminds me, we've already got something cooking for next year. And uh, so, Janet, one of the things Janet is, because she does love to travel, and I do too, is that, of course, being in Jack's work like we were, those workshops are attended by by people from all over the world. So, you know, it was uh, one of my favorite exercises Janet was when he would have a stand up and these audience are 50 50 um, male and female and he would have a stand up and the very first thing was to go and stand in front of some person male or female and just look in their eyes oh my gosh one would be brought to tears because we don't do that and to stand there and look in the beginning, some people would laugh as a defense because it was so uh, into, so personal. Looking into somebody's eyes, wow, absolutely. I I know you you remember that. And then we would add layers onto the experience. I think we hugged at the end eventually, yeah. or we held yeah. hands. But he could not take us to the final results of that exercise because we were too vulnerable. We had to start baby steps. Yeah. And uh, it was to today to this day. It's one of my favorite favorite memory memories of working with Jack in that and there's just many other things <laughs> I don't know do you remember that 
Oh, the, and the opportunity to know people from all over the world. Like when we did our Train the Trainer program, and if anybody's interested, he does do it online now. But we yeah. did it in person, and there were 60 of us from 14 different countries. Like you can't yeah. beat that. Awesome. We know people all over the world because of this experience. Right. Well, my dear, we have come to the end of our hour, and I know our life will continue to go on, this strong friendship that we have, but I'm so happy that you were willing to share your work, the importance of the workshops and coaching and speaking that you do do to help people in trauma and just everyday life, being stuck, whatever it is, with with, um, taking the action to move themselves out of their stuckness so thank you very much janet Wizawadi, for being with me today thank you joyce it's always a pleasure being with you now as you go into your week i want you to think about a couple of things you're never alone never alone find out who those people are who that spirit is who that god is you are never alone So don't think of yourself as being an island, because you are not. And remember to reach out and touch somebody. I love you. I want your life to be full and to experience the best. So, for those of you out there still listening and still connecting and plan to be back with me next week, it's going to be another great show, and I so love having you here. Thank you very much for being here, and make it a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at